It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, so we're gonna jump right into it. And um, so there's a lot of news about this woman named Nicole Lorraine Linton. Um, 37 years old, and she was hit with six counts of murder and also faced five counts of vehicular manslaughter. L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon told reporters calling the wreck a terrible tragedy. Linton, a nurse with Kaiser Permanente's West L.A. Medical Center, is alleged to have been going more than 100 miles per hour in a 35 miles per hour zone shortly through blowing through a red light Thursday afternoon. Her Mercedes struck at least five other cars, setting at least three on fire. Um, And she was in court crying. She could face up to 90 years in prison. Now, this is that video a lot of y'all have probably seen. um, Literally, like, just speed straight into, like, it's almost, it's almost, it almost looks fake. And I'm not saying it's fake. I'm not trying to put no conspiracy out there. I'm just, it's like, that's how, like, crazy the video is. I mean, literally, like, she just blows through this traffic. Like, 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 she had no regard for any human life, right? And allegedly, she was sad over a breakup um, or whatever the case may be, right? My whole thing is this. We, we live in a world now where, and I've been saying it, I've been saying it, I've been saying it, I'm going to keep saying it, you know, the, 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 the black woman in particular is so beyond reproach that they kind of just move through the world like, I don't really care who I affect. From the smallest scale of them just simply having bad attitudes at work, right? And not caring about how you feel or maybe what type of day you're having. All the way to situations like this. So because you didn't work out with your boyfriend, right? At 37 years old, you get in a car as a... And this is why I tell people, like, y'all keep screaming education and money. Education and money doesn't mean anything, especially for women. It doesn't really bring the sense of level of maturity that it does for a lot of men. It does, I'm not saying it is for all men. I'm not saying that. But it's hard for a man to maintain success while he's still doing very childish things. I, I just, it just is. All right? I have a very successful father. And I can say the more successful he gets, the, the more reserved he gets. Okay, The person that he was when we were growing up and the person he is today, today, I just saw him two days ago. The person he is today is two different people. All right? He's way more successful now than he was. Right? Um, when I go around other people who have like high levels of success, they may act how they act on Instagram, but in real life, they're very reserved. They're very reserved. They don't let things get to them. They 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 have things to live. For. Men can't. We can't be these loose cannons. You see, and women are. St- I told you guys what did I say a couple a couple weeks ago. I said the hammer's coming down. The hammer's coming down. All these people have been complaining, including myself, and the hammer's coming down. Um, because these women have been living lives where I, I look at the modern woman, especially the modern black woman, like a tornado. And when you know tornadoes, tornadoes have a path, right? Yeah, if you know anything about tornadoes, you know tornadoes actually do have a path. Hurricanes do too. They have a path. But in the meanwhile, right, the tornado might be right here, but it's sweeping up everything, even things that's two, three, four miles away, right? It's it's it doesn't care. What it destroys, it'll destroy a church, it'll destroy a hospital. It doesn't, 
Oh, well, that's the hospital. Let's go around it. No, it just goes through the hospital, right? It destroys the barn. It destroys the farm. It destroys natural resources. It, it destroys... It don't care if... It, excuse me. It don't care if you just open this business. If it's coming, it's going to come take your business away. It don't care if your kids is in the house. It's going to come knock the house down. It doesn't care. It has no remorse. It can't be reasoned with. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we see with these women. Why are you on a busy day driving 100 miles per hour? I read somewhere 150 miles, which is like, is like ridiculous. Like, but 100 miles per hour on a main street blowing through traffic. And I've read comments from people who live in L.A. And apparently this intersection is, you know, in every city, there's a, there's a certain streets. It's just like. All right, man, if you're going to do something, man, just don't do it here. And apparently this is a very known intersection that is just like you don't speed through this one. I mean, you might be able to get away speeding with this one and this one, but this one, you don't speed through it. And she just literally just speeds right through it. And it it, is sad that, you know, all these families had to be affected because a woman was upset. All of these families have to be affected. This is supposed to be an educated woman. This is supposed to be a woman who looks, she was driving a Mercedes. Like, this is what I'm saying. It doesn't change anything. And that's why when they come telling me like, I'm educated or I'm, I look at them like and say, so what? And they take that as in we're jealous of them or we're intimidated by their success. I am intimidated by your success. You know why I'm intimidated by your success? Not for the reason why you think, but because when you get successful, you drive around like this. I got it. I bet money she says, I got insurance. Okay, but what about everybody else? Insurance does not make up for a dead body. It just doesn't. No amount of money is going to make someone feel okay that their daughter got killed in a fiery car accident in the middle of the day. You're drinking and driving in the middle of the day. Nobody's going to, they don't care if the, if the insurance company or LA gives them $10 billion. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, it cannot make up for that. It can't. I also read somewhere, I don't know how true this is, that one of the victims was pregnant. So you just got two for one right there. They got to lock her up, man. You know what I'm saying? They have to lock her up. You are supposed to be more responsible than that. You're not a hood rat. You're not a. You're not like some girl who ain't got nothing to live for. You're a doctor. for. I mean, you're supposed to save people's lives. You're a doctor. You are driving a Benz. You have the education. You had to have went to college to be in the position that you're in. We should not expect that as I feel like, at least in America, I don't know about other countries, I've never been out of this country, but in America, we should be able to trust that our most educated and successful citizens, right? Let's Mind you, let's leave celebrities out of this because celebrities are in a whole different world that they live in, in their head. Normal people, we should expect to not have to hear stories like this and, it, and, the, and, the, and the murderer was someone like this this is some country redneck stuff this is you know broke nigga who never had anything in life stuff this is women who you know just don't like if the and this is and this is also proof that these relationships do mean something to these modern women who love to parade around their education and degree now you didn't wait till you 37 you should have did it when you was 27 but you don't wait it right I bet money had she got fired from her job, she wouldn't have went and did that. 
I bet money had she had she got demoted down to regular nurse or whatever, she wouldn't have did that. I bet money had you know what I'm saying whatever. But look what look what can make an educated woman throw away her whole education, throw away her whole career. What 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 caused her to do that? A relationship. So when they come talking about all oh, this degree is gonna keep me, the degrees keep me warm at night, and they come tell you all these stupid little stuff that they be saying these days, don't listen to it. As soon as they get a boyfriend it, and he don't want to be with them no more, or he cheating on them, or whatever, this is the type of behavior that happens, and everybody else gets affected by it. Everybody else gets affected by it. All right? I had a ex girlfriend from at the time three years prior. She found out about me and my new girlfriend. She done came over to our house. It was like one in the morning. We live in an apartment complex in a, in, a, in a close-knit community. She's out there yelling and screaming and hooping and hollering and sitting on my car and everything like that. So because she's mad that I moved on with my life, right, at the time, she comes into a neighborhood yelling and screaming and hooping and hollering, waking people up. She was knocking on the neighbor's doors like, do you know what type of man he is next door? These niggas don't even know me. And she over there knocking on the door, telling them all kind of stuff like that, right? At the end of the day, what it comes down to is these women don't care. I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm heartbroken. Boom. Now, here's the thing about it. Men do a lot of crazy things. But we're not allowed to just walk around the world like that. We can't do that. Society does not allow us to to just not care and not have any regard for anybody else. We can't move like that. All right. We, we and, and I'm glad that the hammer's coming down. So now they can't do it as well. But had the hammer came down when it was supposed to come down and we weren't afraid of shaming tactics and things like that, then these things would have been not happened the way that they happened. These things would have been differently. You know what I'm saying? These things would just, you wouldn't be sitting here looking at a situation like this. You know, and it's very unfortunate. You got to think that could have been, and here's why we need to start to either separate or we have to start laying the law down. Because at the end of the day, we may not like it, but these are our sisters. These are our, this, these are our mothers. These are our daughters. These are the women that God wants for us to have. These are Israelite women at the end of the day. And we still have to care about them, right? Because that's what love is. You know, y'all should go read. I've been studying, like, frivolously, like, oh, excuse me, y'all. First Corinthians 13, right? We have, love is patient. Love is kind, okay? Love doesn't keep a list of wrongdoings. So we have to still love them, even though they might not love themselves. One day they're going to come around, all right? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, had we had we not been afraid to talk to these women, you don't have situations like this. You have to keep in mind, these people that died in this car accident, this could have been my sister, this could have been your sister, could have been your daughter, your wife, your girlfriend, your homeboy, your best friend, your mother, your father. There was dead. The bullet has no name. Car accidents like this don't have no name either. Whoever's right there is unfortunately who dies. Whoever's right there is unfortunately who dies. I think one of the people who got hurt in this whole situation wasn't even in a car because the, the car accident goes into like a gas station or something like that. So you now you're destroying businesses. I mean, you guys are going to become serious liabilities. Every time we look up and we see something like this, it just happens to usually be the same group of people. It doesn't. And at, at some point, people are going to notice the pattern. They're going to notice it. 
right? People that are going to notice it. You have a woman. I'm not going to make a whole episode about her. I'm going to just go ahead and drag her in this one. You get, Now you got this one woman down in New Orleans, black woman once again. She just stabbed two of her kids over a custody battle. Then she got on live and she talked about it. And she even had the nerve to blame the boyfriend of their, their baby daddy. Oh, this is Jermaine's fault. This is all Jermaine's fault. It's a grown woman. They love to say they're grown. They're bosses. They can handle this. They can handle that. But a grown woman stabbed her children and then blamed the father who wasn't there, saying that, that if he didn't basically take her to court, she wouldn't have done it. How comfortable do you have to be in life to not only stab your children, to get on the, inst- on the Instagram and talk about it on live? record the live and then even have the nerve as a grown adult to blame the father at what point do we stop automatically saying hey you know what at what point do we say hey you know what it's a different day man women are not who they used to be when we first created these rules and these these ways of thinking stop automatically giving them custody bro these women are not stable anymore we have to work on getting them back mentally stable I don't feel like women of today should be awarded automatic custody. I'm sorry. They're out protesting to kill their own children. They're sh- they, every time you turn around and hear about a kid getting stabbed to death these days, it's the woman killing the kid. It's not the man anymore. They had the video of uh, Tia Posey beating up a two-year-old baby just because the baby father didn't pick up the phone, but he posted on Facebook. Like, di- di- like this is what's driving these women to do these things. Like, she... Tia Posey, just a few months ago, black lady, beat, punched her child on, on, she recorded herself punching her own child, a baby, because the father didn't pick up the phone. Okay? Here you have one stabbing her children because she doesn't want to lose them in a custody battle. And then blame, like you have to, you, you have to understand what, what leads to a group of people being this way. Where they're not only doing heinous things, they're taping it. They're recording it. They're telling the world they did it. They're, they're justifying it even. When you make a group go beyond reproach, they soon must repent. Okay? Now, this is this is the result of it. That, that you, you have to have a certain level of comfort. This is why when they... When they tell you they're, they're the most disrespected and nobody respects them and, oh my God, we're the most unprotected and nobody cares about us. It's like, how? When we Well, you might be right because we've sat here and we let you do whatever you want to do. It takes a level of comfort to do something like that. Let me ask you this, right? We get on the internet all the time and we see a lot of people doing one thing, right? What's one, one thing I'm going to tell you? Smoking weed. Right, we see people smoking weed. They got pictures of their weed on the internet. Right, what's another thing we see a lot of little young dudes do? Right, holding up guns. Imagine being the first nigga. Like seriously, see how normal it is now. Imagine being the first dude to post a picture of you with a gun. You probably, I bet that dude was scared. Right, but now that it's normal, everybody doing it. Right? And that's how the devil gets us. That's how the devil tricks us. He likes to take things that are not good and the way he makes them become a common thing is he makes them normal. So now you get on the internet and you post everything. You post a video of you with marijuana, with drugs, with things that can get you arrested. You don't even live in a state where it's legal and you got weed on your on your stuff. You got you smoking a blunt. Why? Because you don't seen a million other people do it. 
And nobody checked them. Nobody went and really, really held them accountable. They didn't lose their accounts. They didn't, nothing really happened behind it. So you're like, well, dang, Charlie always posting this. Let me show y'all the little perp I done got. I used to be the same way. That's how I know, right? So here's the thing. What you have to understand is it takes a certain level of comfort for someone to not only kill their child, but to videotape it, to videotape themselves talking about it, and then even have the audacity to have the gall, the nerve to then tell the world that it's someone who wasn't theirs fault. You know? And then when we talk about these people, we still give them a little bit of light. We're like, oh, that's messed up, dang, recipe to the babies. What's crazy, what's crazy is this, right? When a woman does this, we just focus on the babies. We just, well, rest in peace to the babies, rest in peace to the babies. Man, dang, everybody shouldn't be a parent. Everybody shouldn't be a parent. But when a man does this, we might not even say nothing about the babies. We straight scumbag piece of, um, you all you men. Yeah, and that's why you don't really see an abundance of men killing their own kids anymore. Because we get shamed to the core on that. And other people see it. So even if it comes into your brain, I want to stab my son. You like, nah, hell no. I don't want to be that guy. You see how they treat that guy? That guy I don't get it. That guy's done. He might as well be dead. I mean, he actually, yeah, he'd be better off to be dead. You know what I'm saying? Than to, than to be that guy, right? Like, we don't do that with the women. I, I, and I bring this example up all the time and I'm bringing it up again. When they had that, this, this black lady, she had... Her kid had found her cocaine and overdosed or something like that. I forget what happened. And a bunch of people were in the comment section justifying her killing her own child. I, I think I made my mixing up the story. I think this woman killed her, drowned her daughter or something like that. And a bunch of black women were in the comment section trying to justify it, talking about some postpartum depression. Okay, so if I go to war right now, I have post-traumatic stress disorder, right? So if I come back and kill somebody, do I get to use that as an excuse? No, y'all won't let me use that as an excuse, right? If I go to Iraq and, and watch my homeboy get his head blown off and another homeboy get his arm blown off and then I take a bullet to the shoulder and I come back and I shoot somebody, nobody cares that I have post-traumatic stress disorder. We have to stop giving out these excuses, right? And it's, not, it's not for me to hold them accountable. I'm not a judge. I'm not a prosecutor, right? As far as issuing a punishment or deciding what I think their punishment should be. All right. Because you know, the Bible does say you know, we, sh- we shouldn't judge unless we want to be judged. If you judge, whatever measure you judge, we, you know, measure back to you. And I'm not perfect. So I wouldn't want somebody to do that. It's not my job. But at the same time, what I will say is we have to start looking at these things in depth. The, the core root is how you get rid of the issue, right? If you want to get rid of weeds, you don't just cut the little top off. You got to pull the roots out of the ground, right? So the roots of this problem is a group of people who have been beyond reproach for just a little too long now. Just a little bit too long, all right? Women in general, black women specifically, like at the end of the day, have been beyond reproach for too long. And that's where you have situations like this, where you feel comfortable enough to just feel like it's my world and I'm going to drive around 100 miles per hour. You know what I'm saying? She could have went in her bathtub and slit her wrist if it was that serious. Like, honestly. And I'm not saying that because that's what I want her to do. I would like for her to find healing in her life and restoration. But at the end of the day, you don't go take the whole out on everybody else. Because what she did, in my opinion, is a mass shooting. I mean, what's the difference? Six people dead, right? Right? Six people dead. Five people injured, Right? It's 11 people. That's a mass shooting. 
You can you can go kill six people at Walmart right now, and it'd be all over the news as a mass shooting. She's a, she's damn near a domestic terrorist at that point. So when you when you think about it, because she had a bad day, this is what an educated. And this is why I tell you that doesn't matter. This is what an edge, and it don't matter for nobody, male or female. But you don't see men running around like I'm educated, so I'm better than you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like an educated. This is what an ed- educated. I'm a, I'm not gonna say wealthy, but I'm pretty sure she got a little bag on her, right? She's driving a Benz, living in L.A., right? Uh, woman did because of relationship issues. So her relationship issues became other people's issues. Now, oh, it was a lot of breakups that day. It wasn't just her. You know why? Because I'm pretty sure one of those people was somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend, and technically, their other boyfriend or girlfriend is now technically single now. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm trying to explain to you, right? And what 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 would cause someone to feel that comfortable? Why don't I feel that comfortable? I've been damn near in tears before or in tears. I didn't go speeding through a street, right? Why? I don't feel comfortable doing something like that. Honestly, in my natural, most rawest emotion, who knows what I might naturally want to do? But I don't feel comfortable. Doing the things I, I I couldn't imagine me being so comfortable to hit a baby and videotape it, to stab a kid and then talk about it, and then blame them blame my blame my girlfriend for it. I pray to God that that com- that level of comfort never comes around me or anybody I know. That's a different level of comfort. That's too much liberty. Okay, so I'm not gonna you know bust your head up too much about this situation uh hold on let me pull it back up just because so when I do the title I, I I got the title but um at the end of the day at the end of the day and, and here she is she's in court she got into this big car accident and she looked just fine her arm looks a little bandaged up her face is just fine but how many people died bro you see what I'm saying this is this is what I'm trying to explain to you. This is what I'm trying to explain to you. This is this is the results of it. Where you feel this way, you know? And then who who gets held? Brittany Griner. We don't that's not who we need doing nine years in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like y'all done passed over the ones who we might need to put away and, and, and you go put somebody away from some oil. So, so the world is just playing is playing games, bro. And I'm telling you, the devil he's the he's the he's the uh, he's orchestrating all of this. He's the uh, what's what's the word? Like puppet master. That's all. He's the puppet master. He's pulling all the strings. He's putting everything in a position to build up his kingdom, right? And we're gonna start talking about a lot about that soon to come, right? I I got a powerful message that's gonna expose how the devil has literally controlled the black man through gang culture and I'll just give you a quick preview of what I'm going to say so that way you you look forward to this episode um so I'll just say I just want to put it out this way right so the so the so the gangster disciples right right when's the other time you hear the word disciple right Jesus right I'm gonna break this down thoroughly but I'm just, I'm just gonna give you a little preview so you'll like this episode Jesus disciples from Jesus' disciples with the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah is now the African-American. So the African-American man is now still a disciple, but he's a gangster disciple, right? And his star, the GD star, the six-point star, it is used 
it's the star of David, right? Now it's used to be the star of GD to the point where if you were to uh, be in prison and, you know, the Muslims, they are allowed to get their kufis. If you wanted to get a flag that's six point star on it, the jails would not allow you to have a six point star flag because it's also could be used as a gang thing. Right. And once they, so, you know, they say, all right, you're a Hebrew Israelite. All right, here's your flag. You know, other people can be like, hey, we're let you get one. They're going to they're gonna just claim to be these things as well so they can get it, too. So now at that point. What was once a righteous logo is now a gang logo, which makes the police and anybody be able to attack it anytime they want once it's on a black man. A white man wears a six-point star on his shirt. We assume that he's quote-unquote Jewish. That's why they stole that from you, right? Then you see the black man with a six-point star on his shirt, and they write him off as a gang. Now, you put six black men in the shirt like that, and it's, oh, okay, they're a gang. They can hit you with a Rico, right? So here's the thing about it. So they, they, he's created it like that. Put his pitchforks next to the next to the six-point star on each side, right? The six-point, this, the, all of that, right? Got you banging a six, you know, every six everywhere, six, 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 right? And um, at the end of the day, just has just has it like that. Then he put blood, right? Put blood out there. You say I'm, I'm a blood, I'm blood, and we know the bloods. Loosely have adopted a five-point star, which ultimately is what a pentagram, right? So you sacrifice yourself as blood, a blood sacrifice under the pentagram. It's it's deep how I break it down, and I, I wrote I wrote most of it down, but and I even talked about how he's taking his biggest people right now, like what the Israelites were to God, and will are still to God. The gays are to the devil. You have to understand the LGBT is like the Israelites of Satan's army, right? And he gave them the logo of a rainbow. Well, the rainbow was also once a covenant of God that was basically letting the world know, I will never destroy you with water again, right? But we do know the next time he destroys us, he's going to baptize us and, and cleanse this world out through what? Fire, right? So where does the devil go when he die? Okay, so his kingdom ultimately is in hell, right? Fire, right? So when you think about it, this rainbow being everywhere it is letting us know that the fire is on the way. Okay, because that's what it, that's basically what it means. It's letting you know that the fire is on the way. All right, um, that there's fire that is coming soon. Right, even when you see the the what, what what's a term that they call the gay people sometimes? They say he's a flaming f word. Right, they call him the f word. They're flame. Oh, he's a flame. Oh, he's flame. But yeah, so it's that's what it comes down to. It's all symbolism. But you know. Anyway, so we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that very soon. I want to gather some more information before I talk about it. But, um, you know, and, and just talk about how it's taken literally our some of our strongest men and uh, ultimately castrated them because it, it, it's a point where you really can't be much, right? Because of these this mentality that you have that's so hard to get out of and this identity that you can't shake because without it, you don't have anything to lean on. Uh, and just simply just the, the natural symbolism and ritual, because a gangbanging is a religion, right? When you think about it, like being a blood, I used to be in a gang, like, you know, I'm like, trust me, I know it. It's a religion and it's hard to be that and also be a man of God because these things literally contradict each other. So we're going to talk about these things um, soon. I'm working on a lot of stuff, right? But yeah, back to what we're talking about. When you take a group, 
and you allow them to be so comfortable speaking to people any time, any type of way they want to, dressing however they want to, behaving however they want to, acting however they want to, doing people wrong and then getting praised for it. Our culture is completely toxic, right? Especially the black culture. Like we literally praise nothing but negativity and wickedness, right? We praise the Jezebel spirit in our culture. We uplift it like more than any other culture or race or nation the black people uplift the whole the whore i don't want to say whole the whore you know what i'm saying the the almost babylonian type whore like we uplift that like we like that listen to the music listen to everything you know you see it and when we do all that right we um we bring out a, a certain frequency that now is flowing frequently through our community. And that's why you have these women like this. You see, when you have someone that's that beyond reproach, brothers and sisters, and and they get to that level of comfort, anybody and everybody is is at danger, right? Because it's to the point where it's like, you really have to ask yourself, do these women even love their kids anymore? I mean, look at them. I mean, even if they're not killing them, they're leaving them to go get flew out. I mean, like, like, you, you, you know, and people say, well, what's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong with that? Mommy got to have a life too. Yeah, but how long, how many times, how many generations do we have to see? You leave these black girls somewhere and they get touched. And you leave your daughter behind to get flew out. Like, you, can, you can't possibly be woke and understand what's going on in the world and be leaving your kids so you can go have sex. And, 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 and use men for money and, or go on reality TV and be fist fighting all over the place. Like, you just can't. You're not going to convince me that like you don't you don't love your kids. That's not what love is like love. is That's not love. Like, you know, what I'm saying like, no, you know, and you can even look at animals and, and, and see the way that uh, the females are with a lot of their cubs and stuff. Like they don't like, no, that's not it. So, you know, with all that being said, you know, we're going to wrap this episode up. I ain't going to like I said, I ain't going to bust your head up too much. It's been 30 minutes now. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, but yeah, I just want you to realize that essentially what we're what we're looking at here is the results of allowing a group to get a little too comfortable in dysfunction and displaying dysfunction as well. You know what I'm saying? It's not that white moms ain't killing their kids. It's not that Spanish moms don't kill. They just don't get on the Internet and talk about it. Period. Period. You've got too comfortable when you're out here talking about these things. You got too comfortable when, you know, you can just get in a car and just go kill six people like it's nothing because you had a bad day, because you didn't get what you wanted. What do we call that when a man does it? What do we call it when white women do it? You know, I always compare men to women, but truthfully, you don't have to go that far. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't let white women get away with anything. I'm not saying you should. <laughs> I'm just saying you don't. But when as soon as they're black women, we have to have these reserved ways of speaking about it. And I'm not going to sit up here and call them a no bitch. I'm, I'm done doing all, any, anything like that. But um, at the same time, we do have to have these conversations because our women have got so beyond reproach that now look, look around, bro. Look, look, look at the situation that just happened. Right. So pay attention, man. Wake up. Wake up. You know, like really understand what's going on here figure it out. All right. It's your boy, Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out.